0: And thanks for joining us again on Once When I Was Cool, your weekly podcast, looking back at all the things that we used to love when we were cool. I'm your host, Dave, and uh, joining me by the magic of the internet, uh, the man whose time has come and gone, We Man.
1: I don't know about gone. It's definitely come. It's been left way back. Hello, mate.
0: Hello, mate. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. That's, all, that's, the, that's the whole guts of the uh, podcast, is. The yeah, times I know, mate. gone. All our times are gone now, so. Yeah, uh, we're still here.
1: We, we think that we're still here and we're still cool. Once yeah. was cool, yeah, still cool. Anyway, want to say hello? Big shout out to producer Simon, who's uh, getting us out there to your earballs, making us sound so, so, sultry and sumptuous.
0: And he's looking pretty flash today. He's, looking he's pretty flash. Yeah, it's looking like he's getting ready to go out somewhere.
1: He's a good looking rooster and the clothes he wears is fantastic.
0: Do you still get He's to go out, Do you still get to go out and get your glad rags on and go out as much as you used to when you were younger, we
1: No, mate. Um if anything, I really disappoint my wife. I mean, and and also with the clothes I wear. Uh, so oh,
0: well. <laughs> yeah. Tw- twenty-five years, mate, I'm sure she's pretty used to it by now. Oh,
1: she's used to it. I you know, I always put something stupid on and say, hey. What Do you think? Should I wear this or should I wear so? And I know that she, she'd hate it, but I do it on purpose. Oh, right. So if she's listening, I know she's I know I'm safe because I know she doesn't listen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's like my wife as well. <laughs> Tammy doesn't listen too often to it either. All right, then. So, we once when I was cool, we used to watch a TV show called Hey, Hey, It's Saturday. Do you remember Hey, Hey, It's Saturday? I certainly do. Yeah, if, you, if we sounds a little bit surprised there, it's because I've actually sprung this topic on him. We were going to do another topic and we'd done all the planning, but uh, I, I've sort of sprung it on him just so we can get a few honest opinions out of him. I hope that's all right with you, we.
1: Mate, you can, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> Why am I ever surprised at what you do? Oh, I mate, should just know you better it's, than that. It's
0: like, it's like a marriage, mate. We've been doing it for over a year now. We should uh, be trying to keep it cool, and by when I say that, I mean we've been doing the podcast together for over a year now. Yeah, you're not my type. (laughs) So, mate, Hey Hey It's Saturday, do you remember it?
1: Absolutely. It was a fantastic show. It was a show that we all used to get together, and we used to love watching it. It was a variety show, a bit of comedy. Um, it, it It was great. It was exactly what it was, Hey Hey It's Saturday.
0: Interestingly enough, it started off as a variety show and it started before our time. I was looking at it beforehand because I was ready to spring this on you. It actually started in 1971. And of course, for its entire run, it ran for something like 27 years. For its entire run, Daryl Summers was the host. And in the beginning, it started off as a variety show, as you said, but it was more of a kid's show. And I remember that when I first came across Hey Hey it Saturday, it used to be on from 9.30 in the morning till about a bit after lunch, about 12.30 in the afternoon. It ran for three hours and it used to have cartoons in between and then and then it would have skits and talking and they'd have play some music and do some other sorts of things. Do you remember when it was on in the afternoon?
1: I don't really remember that that side of it. I remember it as the Saturday night hey hey it's Saturday I remember mm. it as the more sort of adult um, the evening
0: directed yeah the evening entertainment well it was always I, I seem to remember when I was when I was a, a nipper it would have been the very early 80s um, and I used to play soccer every Saturday morning or for people overseas with what you call football every Saturday morning we'd go and play and um, come home and it'd be on so you'd have your lunch and you'd watch the end of hey hey it's Saturday um, and I seem to remember it and of uh, back then Daryl Summers was the host like I said but he also had a pink stuffed ostrich with him by the name of Ozzy Ostrich and Ozzy Ostrich was sort of like the wise wise cracking sidekick um who was who was there for a fair run of it actually he was there for a fair run of the um Hey Hey it Saturday
1: It's a bit like uh, how you are to me you're like my sidekick aren't you
0: Yeah you let you, you believe that mate <laughs> if you'd like to Yeah
1: yeah I'm like Batman and you can be like my Robin.
0: <laughs> I'm more like Alfred, mate. I have to keep you organised.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, by springing stuff on me. Yeah, yeah, That's it.
0: yeah. Yeah, keeping <laughs> yeah. it fresh. But, yeah, um, and so Ozzy Ostrich was was the sidekick and he was all, always there and he was was a, a puppet for, well, he was actually a puppet. He was a puppet. But he, he had his, I remember he used to be able to buy Aussie Ostrich dolls. And, and like you say, this was the start of um, Hey, Eight Saturday starting to get pretty big. There was always that adult humor, the, the, um, the comments and things that used to have to make by uh, John Blackman, who was a voiceover person. And I don't know if you remember, there always used to um, be phone calls. He'd always have an old phone on the desk um, and Daryl Summers would pick it up and there'd be a phone call from some listener that was always John Blackman's voice.
1: Yeah. And to me, that was, um, that was a good part of the skit. And it's a bit like, um, I don't know if you remember, Dickie Knee, which was, you never got to, so basically it was just a, a wig on a stick with a hat, a schoolboy mm-hmm. hat. A Cute. bit like, um, you know, um, just, a, I actually think it was just like a ruler. <laughs> with
0: the, it was because... That's yeah. what they used to call him was Head on the Stick. And um I don't yeah. know if you ever saw the movie and this is nothing to do with um Hey, hey, it's Saturday, but um Wolf Creek he makes a comment about Head on a Stick. Um and that's a reference to Dicky Knee. Um but yeah, John Blackman also did the voice of Dickie Knee. Dicky Knee sort of came further on. He was more of the adult because some of the jokes that he used to make yeah. were always a little bit more off colour. So that's when it went to the a lot time of innuendo. show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. a lot of innuendo there. Yes. So when um, around about 1984, they changed it and it became Hey, Hey, It's Saturday Night and they, they sort of tried to cash in a bit more on their, um, on their audience and went to a sort of 9.30 to midnight time slot. So it went from being in the morning to 12 hours later at night and then it was solely on of a night time and that's when they stopped playing the cartoons obviously and they started to get a few bit more of the variety acts and a bit more audience participation of people writing in. But do you remember when it went to the late night show?
1: yeah look i did and that that to me that's my memory of it and that's where we used to sort of watch it on a saturday night and when i'm talking about the saturday night mm you know, it was more when I was, you know, early to early teens and things
0: like yeah. that. So the late night show went, only ran that time slot of 9.30 till midnight. It only sort of went um, sort of uh, for about 12, 18 months, I think. I don't think it did particularly well. But where it really hit its straps was sort of around uh, 1985, I think it was, uh, it went for so it obviously went for about a year. It went to the six thirty on a Saturday night time slot and had yeah. much more success. And I think that's probably more what you're referring to now, is that six thirty to eight thirty um, time slot And it ran there for about 15 years um, ran throughout the entirety of the rest of its co- uh, its show in that time slot where it was hugely successful and it really became a part of the australian cultural landscape which probably doesn't say a lot for the australian culture but you loved it as you can tell i'm a little bit more skeptical of it
1: oh uh, look you know the the other the other thing that Back in the day, that was sort of like the introduction of we have the late shows that are on now, we have the late variety shows where we got comedians sort of running it and the bands and stuff like that. And that's exactly what that was, but, you know, 30, 40 years ago.
0: Mm.
1: So, you know, there's a lot of people that have the, the, you know, the Conan O'Briens, all of those sorts of um, late shows and especially with the American um, audience, they've got lots of them. There's the late show, the late, late show. and um look you know they had um he had a uh, sidekick which was a, a female i can't remember who's she-
0: well i was going to mention that they had he had a few throughout there and she yeah, he started did. off um started off just doing some of the segments because Aussie ostrich was always there and Aussie ostrich was there until the sort of mid 90s um And the first one he had was Jackie McDonald, and Jackie McDonald was probably my favourite because I remember her when I was a kid. Um, And she was there for a fair run. And then after she left, we had Denise Drysdale, which um, was a well-known comedian at the time. She was I think she was a bit older than Jackie McDonald was at the time. Um, And I can't remember what her nickname is she's got niece no 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 she's got she, she's got a particular like um snooky or something like that or daggy or I can't remember and I uh, sure. and 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 I'm sure that the listener there will be listeners out there and I know crystal right now will be screaming at it whatever her her um, her nickname actually is, but it, for, it'll hey, Crystal. Crystal being the oracle of all things TV cultural will will be letting me know straight away. I'm sure. But anyway, we'll from get an email from Denise Denise Drysdale. She lasted for a few years, and then there was Jo Beth Taylor. Do you remember Jo Beth Taylor?
1: Yeah, do she was she was good on the eye, Jo Beth Taylor. You know, yeah, which is of, why
0: you know, I think she was there more than anything else. And then they finished off with Lavinia Nixon um and she was sort of there and they did a they did a comeback special in 2009 or 10 or something like that where it ran for another another sort of 10 15 shows and then never came back again i don't think that it was the same sort of thing as it was when it finished 10 years before so that decade in between
1: they ran that on like a tuesday or a wednesday hey hey it's saturday on a tuesday
0: Oh, was that when it was? I just remember it being on and I, I wasn't interested, so I never watched it, so no wonder it didn't do anything. Uh,
1: it's um course they, um, it's course they um, didn't even run it on the Saturday. They ran it different. It didn't make sense.
0: Well, in that 85 to 99 sort of time slot before it finished, when it was on from 6.30 in the evening, I remember there used I used to know people on a Saturday night because Saturday night when we were younger was the big night to go out, head, head out on the town, hit the pubs. Um, I remember there used to be people who would not leave home until hey, until, hey end has, end it. until hey Hey. Until Hey Hei was finished. Yep. Yeah, I'm not coming out until after Hey Hey, so don't bother even trying. Um and you know, growing up in country New South Wales, and I'm sure it was the same for you in Queensland. You didn't want to be hitting. I remember when I moved to Sydney, and people used to not go out till eleven, eleven thirty at night, and I was ready for bed by then. I didn't cope with that at all. So we we were usually out there by about <laughs> seven thirty, um, and yeah. certainly didn't wait till the end of hey hey. But I, I knew a lot of people who that was that was the rules. Hey, hey hey, it's on. I'm I'm not coming out till after it's done.
1: Yeah, and the beauty though for the people from the country going into the city with that type of mentality going out late is you didn't have to actually wait at the, you know, fight your way to the the, the bar to get a drink. It was great. You know, there was only admittedly <laughs> three three people in the place, not yeah. even a bouncer on the door.
0: Yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. It was before then and we didn't, of course, in those days, we didn't have to line up to get in either. So it was, it was always good, always good in the smoke-filled rooms. But anyway, moving on from the pubs, yeah, so... It became quite a um, a cultural a cultural necessity, I guess, is what you would call it. And, and out of that, around I think nineteen early nineties was when uh, Ozzy Ostrich finished. Left the the puppeteer who did Ozzy Ostrich decided to retire, so uh, yep. that was the end of Ozzy Ostrich. And some of the other characters, the fringe characters, really sort of came forward, and uh, some Clock of them were. Duck. Dicky knee, pluck a duck. So I don't know if you remember, before pluck a duck, what was pluck a duck for? What did uh, Do you remember what the game was that pluck a duck used to do?
1: Yeah, didn't they have like a um, get someone from the audience to get on a bike or something and ride it, which made um, this okay. merry-go-round thing go along yeah. and, and then you had to actually pluck a duck. So it had tails and you had to grab the, the feather tails mm-hmm. and whatever you pulled out, that was the prize you got.
0: Yeah, like that's right. Waffle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, funnily enough, that you say that. Do you remember that? Before that, there was Chook Lotto. That was the original. Yeah. Before Plucker Duck, there was Chook Lotto, and eventually they with changed the Frozen that. Chooks. With the Frozen Chooks, with a number drawn on it in a in a um some sort of text okay. marker. Yeah, and so you you draw a Frozen Chook out, and that's where it was. But. Frozen Chooks then moved on to Plucker Duck, where you'd pull the tail feather out, and eventually, I think it just became Plucker's face on the. Um, it became Plucker's face on a on a big um, spinning wheel more than anything else.
1: Yeah, and it sort of that character really then came to life. I think, you know, while Aussie Ostrich was great in that in that eighties and nineties, yeah Plucker Duck was really the. The next generation, so mm. drew in a different generation. It was quite good,
0: and the one that the one that finished it off, Plucker Duck, was there till the end because it didn't require a puppeteer, and anybody could get in the duck costume and and jump about on stage on stage and do it. And they it just really had, me. And it, yeah, well, it um, had to just be responsive to whatever was going on around them. Really, I'm sure, and that was one of the things that was so um, so good about it. It was it was. It, Pretty well entirely ad libbed. I think it was a fairly loose project program um, there, and uh, they had a rough idea of what they wanted to do, but the rest of it was fairly well ad libbed, and they were very good at it.
1: Yeah, look, they were, and they used to get the the, um, comedian that used to be in the crowd, and he used to get the crowd up and
0: Russell Gilbert
1: have a chat to the remember his name, but funny, funny man.
0: Russell Gilbert was his name. Sorry, we've had a, just a little bit of an internet glitch there. Forgive us for that, sorry. But, uh, yeah, we were saying there was a, a comedian who used to talk to people in the crowd, almost like the warm-up comedian that you see. Yeah. But he actually made it onto the show. And from that, he actually got his own TV show called The Russell Gilbert Show that was a very limited success and very limited run. But he was amusing at the time. The other, What's the other big um, segment that they used to have on it that you remember?
1: Oh I'm not sure. Um
0: It was a gong uh, show, gong type thing.
1: Oh, oh it was the um it was like Australia's Got Talent, but really poorly done. or America's got talent, or Great Britain's got talent, or Canada's got
0: talent. Red Faces. Red Faces. That's That's right. right. It was based on, it was a rip-off of a show that was called, a variety show that was called New Faces, which had Burt Newton on it originally. It was called Red Faces because the main guy in it was Red Simons. Um, And Red Simons was always this curmudgeonly miserable git that uh, would sit there. Um, Quite a talented guitarist. Used to play for Skyhooks, an Australian band from the 70s who made a bit of a resurgence out of um, Red's... um, fame but red faces and red always had the gong and if he didn't like somebody he'd gong them straight off and so they'd come <laughs> on and it was people with very limited ability and their very limited talent
1: yeah so look i would have done really well on that if that's the case um you know i would have done extremely well but some of them he just didn't like the look of them as they walked out he'd be gone them and they'd have to turn around and walk away
0: but the, the miserable character was something that he really did enjoy, and I think that it, I think it was Probably that. Did it well, yeah, yeah, he did it very well, and and I, it was almost a little bit condescending that he thought he was a far better talent than them. And if anybody ever made it to the end of the thing, which used to to annoy me, made it to the end of their segment, he would still get up and gong it at score. the end. Well, or he'd gong it at the end, even though they'd already finished, which didn't really uh, live up to it. So, red faces was another one that people used to seem to love. Um, and it was probably one of the bigger ones. Um, and then some of the other um, segments that they used to have on them, I don't know if you remember, there was one um, called um, Media Watch, Media Watch Press, where people used to send in yeah. clippings from the local newspaper that had um, misprints or things that were a little bit rude uh, to, or could be taken a couple of different ways, just, just miswritten. Um, do you remember them?
1: yeah and they were, they were quite funny back in the day cuz you got to remember i coming from a small town the only paper that we sort of got was the local rag and then we got um maybe the brisbane one that's it occasionally you'd see a sydney paper but you yeah. go through and that and, and it'd be from all over the world not just um not just australian papers from all over the world It was quite good
0: Mm. Um, and interestingly, when you talk about newspapers, when you used to get, we used to, because I was in New South Wales and not far from Queensland, we'd occasionally get the Queensland papers, but it was always the Sydney one because the, the state borders were tight back then. But um, the, the Sydney paper used to always get there a day later. Did you have that with the Brisbane papers?
1: Yeah, the Brisbane ones, you'd sort of go in on a Sunday and you'd have the Saturday paper.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right, and it would never get there. Or it would turn up with the Sunday paper on the same time. Yeah. Um, and there had a. And there was sim- a
1: really big one, too, you know, that you had to open up and it was like a tarp.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big Sunday paper. The big yeah. double pager that had all, and it had all the inserts in it. So, you know, it was about three yeah. inches thick by the time it was folded over. Um, they also had one that was a um, a comer- one for TV commercials called Ad Nauseam. And it yes. was a bit of a game show as well, so people had to remember different parts and pieces from it. So they really did try to get a bit of an audience participation in there to try and get um, some people involved as well, which was always made it a little bit more entertaining.
1: Bit like this episode tonight with me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, no, mate, you're you're a valuable <laughs> you're a valuable member here. Of course, you are. Um, and then they had a couple of other sorts of ones. I used to do one called "What Cheeses Me Off," where people used to write in these ridiculous yeah. letters of things that annoyed them. Um, and the, probably the big one that came out of it was Celebrity Head. So Celebrity Head is a game yeah, where sure. you you put uh, you know you put on a little tiara type thing and you put a name of a celebrity in there, and you're not allowed to say the name, and you're pretty much only allowed to say yes or no. And um, that sort of originated from Hey Hey it's Saturday and was one of the biggest sellers that they had around
1: yeah look and the beauty is you know they just pulled people out of the out of the um audience so there was no preparation so it was it was it was what it was it was just common rural comedy the um it, it did if and if I remember rightly they did used to close with a band of some description um I believe they used to get in um you know, they'd have comedians, but I'm pretty sure they used to end it with, um, you know, bands and.
0: Well, they had their own house band as well because yeah, Red Simon's did. would play guitar and Wilbur Wild would play saxophone. Um, that's correct. And Can't beat a sax. And well, that's right, especially in the in the in the 80s in the 80s and 90s where the power ballads were king. And probably the other one, that person that came out of there, fresh from his countdown days, was Molly Meldrum and they used to do Molly's Melodrama. And Molly used used to review music and um, I think he would sit in on red faces occasionally as well if they didn't have um, enough judges and, yeah, he he turned up. They
1: really used to take the, the mickey out of him, didn't they?
0: They did. And he used to get annoyed a lot. He used to really get annoyed with them for it because they were quite, they were quite merciless with him as well.
1: Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I remember there's times he just got up and walked out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah. And the more, and the more you're talking about it with the limited research that I do and my poor memory tonight.
0: You do it, mate. You're doing amazingly well considering you you remembered things that I had to look up. Yeah. There you go.
1: Maybe I'm not as, um, Demented as I think. Calm down. Okay. No worries. But um, it was really, it it was a real sad thing and I think it was a big hole in a lot of people's lives when it went. And I know that sounds corny. What? But like you said.
0: When what went? Sorry.
1: The show stopped.
0: Okay. It finished.
1: So when when the show finished, it did. It left a big void on a Saturday night for a lot of people and a lot of families because they used to watch it together as a family. That's what I was saying, you know, for me, we yeah. used to watch it as a family. So, you know, it did. It left a big void. It was like then they'd have, you know, some dodgy um, movies on or something like that or, you know, it was never a show. They'd always, it'd be a movie. there would be the Friday night movie and the Saturday night movie. Never used to have the Saturday Night Movie, when hey hey, it's Saturday. It used to go come on after that, so you'd have hey hey, it's Saturday, and then the Saturday Night Movie. And I think they then replaced it with another movie before it.
0: Yeah, so it's interesting, and it used to be a fa- and now it's a family movie of some sort where they seem to play Shrek every couple of weeks, or um, or the Incredibles or something like that. The movies that seem to turn up fairly frequently. But yeah, you're right; it was a, a big thing. Admittedly, I'd moved on by then. I was um, by 1999 when it finished. It, it, I. Didn't look for it, didn't miss it at all. But I can see what you mean. It was a big part of um, a lot of people's lives. Like I said, people wouldn't go out until after it was finished.
1: But it was a generational thing too. You watched Hey Hey it's Saturday, and then if you, yep. you know, fortunate to have a family, or unfortunate to have a family of your own, whichever way you look at it, you know, you used to do that as well. And you'd be like a couple of generations. If it went for how long? Did you say twenty seven years, seventy one to ninety nine? Yeah. Yeah, so it's got more than one generation in there. You know what I mean. So, yeah. you know, it was a big part of uh, more than just a family. It was a couple of families.
0: Well, like I said, it was it really was a part of the Australian cultural landscape um, for better or for worse, and regardless of what you think, um, it was um, it was a big part of of Australiana of of uh, the of the history of the time. So it was, uh, yeah, it was it was definitely a necessary part. What do you think, though? Do you miss it? Do you ever go looking for it?
1: No, but what I can say, I don't go looking for it. But what I what it does do is, I, I don't mind looking at a couple of the, um, you know, the late shows, the late late shows. I'm always up pretty late anyway. So mm-hmm. from my point, you know, I think that was the introduction into those for us. I know they probably always had them in America, but that was a pure Australian one. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was uh, it was it, it was good. It was great at the time. It was would I go looking for it now? No, it's a bit like anything that's you know, another 25 years down the track or 20 mm. years down the track. Yep. It is sort of lose its um, lose what it was back in the day. So for me, I'm more than happy that for it not to be on because I think there's some really good shows out, you know, the uh, Graham Norton show, all of those sorts of things, some great yeah. shows on there. Um, but, um, you know, well, that wouldn't be something I'd go back, you know, having the
0: puppet would be a bit tacky these days. But it did. Um, it did differ a little bit in from the Graham Norton show and you know the well the late shows and the late late shows and the super late shows and the almost early shows. Super late shows. Yeah Um, it differed from them because they are more interview styles with the odd singer on here and there whereas these were actually variety shows where they had talent quests and they had skits and they had parodies of other shows and they, they really had a diverse sort of range. It wasn't really, I don't think they ever really got many people on to interview them. I think Molly's Melody drama occasionally would show a pre-recorded interview but I don't think they ever dared get a band actually in to talk to them especially in those days so where
1: now it, yeah, it was probably a live skit show you could call it yeah you know that's what you could call it It was a live skit show
0: yeah so, yeah and it, and it was a variety show and it was so, of yeah. the time where they were around in the 70s it was probably um with a bit more audience participation, I guess it was sort of a little bit like um, the two Ronnies type show where it was just the two comedians and you'd have, and, and the British still have those. And I guess an American equivalent would be um, like Key and Peel and those type of of shows. Yeah. Yeah, So um, yeah, look, I I wasn't, I I enjoyed it for what it was when I was younger. I didn't look for it as I got older and I sort of, um, I I think I found it got a little bit corny and wasn't really there and it, it, it but I will agree that, you know, returning for that um, midweek time slot was really um, a, a last-ditch effort for them. I think it was trying to cash in on a time that's really gone past and really slipped and by. So I don't think – I think its time was done and they probably shouldn't have bothered trying to bring it back again.
1: Yeah, it's a bit like putting 60 minutes on and only having it in a half-hour time slot.
0: Well, when you take all the ads out, that's probably what it did.
1: Mm. Mm. So, mm. yeah. Very all political.
0: Right. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, not really, just political. Yeah, just an observation. About them showing too many ads really more than anything else. So, yeah. wait. anything else to add? Thanks for putting up with that surprise episode there. You, you coped with it very well, mate.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to go and cry in the corner, you know, yeah. in the fetal position.
0: Well, if you're crying over this, you you. No, you're,
1: nah, I'm all good, mate. So, for our no, overs- Yeah, I'm, I'm good on the fly. I can talk rubbish with the best of them and by that I mean you. Um, so...
0: So this really was uh, an Australiana-type um, episode. So for our overseas listeners, I hope you got a little bit out of it. You can always go to YouTube or any of those types of places and look up Hey Hey, It's Saturday. That was the name of the show. It was old and some of the stuff is a little bit dated, but there's still some good stuff there if you look at some of the best parts. Some of the, um, the smutty one-liners and those types of things were quite amusing. There was something for kids and some for adults as well. If you've got any feedback, uh, contact us at uh, onceforschoolpodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking for our episodes you can either download them through your usual podcasting platform or head over to oncewascool.com and you can get all our back episodes there thanks for joining us uh, thanks for downloading thanks for your support uh, i hope this hasn't been too alienating for anybody uh, from overseas but if you are from australia i hope you got something out of it as well simon thanks very much we oui. thank you us. So Nah, thanks, Dave. I appreciate the surprise. (laughs) Thanks, guys, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye.